Welcome back to Endless Horizons. Today I'm going to talk about the Kardashev scale, which is a scale for measuring the strength of a civilization. The Kardashev scale is interesting because if the various levels on it are attainable, then humanity could reach the level of gods. I'll explain that later. The Kardashev scale has three main categories, type 1, type 2, and type 3, because science loves creating boring names. A type 1 civilization would have complete control of all of the resources that are on their planet and all of the energy that reaches it from its host star. Humanity is not even here. Humanity is like a type 0.73, so we're a decimal on our own scale. A type 1 civilization would be capable of feats unimaginable to us now, or at least not seriously believed in. We would have control of the weather, potentially even control of disasters like volcanoes it's pop it just we don't know where the limits of technology are regarding planetary control the next type of civilization would be type 2 i bet you couldn't guess that a type 2 civilization would have complete control of their host star and all of the energy of it, me- meaning that they could essentially do whatever they wanted. The power output of a Type 2 civilization is unimaginable. <clears throat> Even 1% of the energy of a star would be akin to the discovery of fire for our ancestors. Type 2 civilizations could be accomplished via a Dyson structure. The Dyson structure is, in essence, a concept of a megastructure encircling a star, collecting all of its energy for use by the civilization that built it. Build it though, when a Dyson sphere is pictured, people usually picture a sphere like a rigid object that would not work an object that big would be liable to asteroid impacts which could shatter it and also drift unless it was moving at the exact same speed as the star then it would crash into the star which would then mean all of that engineering is gone the better method would be a dyson swarm essentially to launch a bunch of satellites to focus the energy into collecting stations that can then beam it around the solar system. This is quite similar to how concentrated solar power works on Earth, where we have mostly just mirrors reflecting it towards a central station, except in this case it's on the scale of millions of miles. Or kilometers, if you prefer those. The ways the Dyson Sphere could be accomplished, I will detail later. However, that's the basics. A Type 
to civilization with all of this energy could have unimaginable power, as I've already said, they'd be able to likely terraform not just, like in humanity's case, not just Mars, but possibly Venus. We could bring more energy to to dwarf planets like Ceres. Heck, we could even bring energy out to Europa and Titan, essentially turning the entire solar system into humanity's playground. At this point, we would have billions of times more power than we do now. But just imagine that for a second. We would have... Earth would not be the only habitable planet in the solar system. We could make lots of them habitable by redistributing energy because a large amount of the energy sent out by the sun we lose to it flying off into space. But imagine that. Another, an interesting side effect of this would be that the sun would then no longer be visible from other star systems. Because all of the energy being emitted would be harnessed by humanity. And now we're going to move on to type 3 civilizations. Which are galactic civilizations. They would essentially have built Dyson Sphere in every star system in their galaxy. Gaining an unimaginable amount of power because that's hundreds of billions of Dyson Spheres. Pretty much every planet that they could potentially live on, that species would live on. It's even possible that a Type Three civilization could do some very ridiculous things with that unnecessary amount of power. Like opening wormholes, possibly traveling to other galaxies, maybe even trying to escape the death of the universe. And the same reason, as I said earlier, with all of that energy being consumed, the galaxy would not be visible from outside. There's actually a few gaps in the observable universe... Areas where we predict that there should be a galaxy based on the relatively uniform distribution of galaxies across the universe, but there isn't. This could be why. Or it could just be there's not anything there. Thanks for listening to this. I will detail megastructures and the Dyson Sphere more in detail next time.